0: Hello, hello. <laughs> and welcome back to the third episode of Two, two Girls One, One Topic. topic. <laughs> I feel like it's like hello and welcome to the girls' room. <laughs> That's how I feel. Anyways, we did take a little hiatus. We took mm-hmm. a little two weeks off, which was good for our mental health. Very good. Helped Very needed. Us gather ourselves. Yes. And We're going to come back stronger. Yes, we are going to come back stronger, different, refreshed, rejuved, mm-hmm. full of life. Yeah. It's like a two-week spa vacation, except it wasn't. It's like a butterfly, like, emerging out of a cocoon. Oh, my God. <laughs> how beautiful. Um, so, tell me about your two weeks off. How did you spend them? Hmm. Um, so, my oldest sister, eldest, I'm sorry. She's like being called <laughs> the oldest. She's not like being called the biggest or the oldest. She is the eldest sister. I'm the littlest. Jackie's the middlest Crystal's the eldest. She came and visited from Texas, uh, helping take care of my dad, who had neck surgery, and my mom had to go to her home in Alaska, so Crystal was out. Oh, I didn't know Tina went to Alaska. Yes, she and my uncle went to Alaska to, like, check out. It was the first time going to the house since they bought it, so. That's exciting. Really excited. Um, And other than that, I had school. I had, I think, four exams. An OCHEM exam. Overwhelming. It's so overwhelming. Like, why? It's, why do they You've all... You've really been through to... it <laughs> our time apart. I have. I, oh god, if I had any classes that needed you to write papers anymore, yeah. I, I would have had to write, like, all the papers. Um, <laughs> I was that, it was that kind of, like, two weeks off. So, that was fun. And also, work was... A um, Yeah. I mean, I love them. Mm-hmm. I love what I do. And I mostly I love the people that I work with. What I do is like, cool, and like I get a lot of experience in things. But like, mm-hmm. we were doing this proposal that was just. It took everything. Yeah. It took everything. It all was, consuming. Yeah, it was an all consuming project. Um, so it was just it was it was good that I had two weeks. What would you do in your two weeks? I got a new job. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a second job. Um, I'm gonna be teaching preschool part time. Not like preschool, preschool. I'm teaching. Nature classes to preschool aged kids for a nonprofit, and then also working on some K through five curriculum to teach for the nonprofit to teach at elementary schools. (laughs) Your face right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so like perfect for you, I feel like. I I do feel like it is the perfect like dream job for me, and Mm -hmm, I'm excited. mm -hmm. This new job is uh, it's hands on, it's like socially distanced, but the kids are gonna be there in like an outdoor distance setting but it'll be like interacting with people whereas like I don't necessarily get to really have a ton of interaction in my current job um because we're trying to distance and be safe so it's cool that it'll be like an outdoor thing also What was your major in college? Oh, my major was evolution, ecology, and biodiversity. That is one major with three really long names. That's just how Davis does things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And every major is like very similar, but then they all have like very different names. Like, I'm animal science, I'm evolution, ecology, I'm like plant biology, oh, I'm plant anatomy. Like, everybody, (laughs) they have all (laughs) these different names, and it's like we're all taking the same classes. We should really (laughs) work on condensing things. That's funny. But, so I'm very excited. I feel like this is a very good fit for me. So we'll see. I am so happy for you and I'm so excited to hear Thank about you. how much you love it, hopefully. Thank you. I think you're going to love it. Hopefully I have some good stories stories to share on future Oh my God, you're going to have kiddos. so many kid stories. I know. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. So I'm excited about that. Yeah. Anyways, this week we are doing Colts. We decided this week that we would each focus on a cult that attracted our attention and then kind of tell that story of that cult start to finish. Mm-hmm. Before we talk about them, for yeah. a second, my mom and sister are making fun of me and now I'm glad that I'm not the only one. Yeah. Say the word. Cults. Mm-hmm. Cults. 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 Okay. Yeah. They like, I cults. fucking berated. it. It's Cults. Cults. C- cults. I feel like I'm like <laughs> digging like deep in my throat to get the "u" out. Mm-hmm. Colts. I said I was gonna. Do, we were doing a, a pod on colts on colts, and my mom was like, <laughs> "Why?" And I was like, "What? You liked this topic? Like you... the horses?" Yeah, and she was like, <laughs> "Yeah," and she's like, uh, "Like baby horses? Like there were so many good like podcast <laughs> topics. Why are you talking about colts?" And I was like, "Uh, no." And then, oh my god, so then I, like, looked looked up a pronunciation thing. They were making fun of me. They are like, you don't believe us. I'm like, I didn't know you pronounced them differently. I mean, I guess, like, they're spelled differently, but, like, they're both, it's like... (laughs) Cults. I feel like I'm trying so hard to get that U out. Cults. The consonants at the end are not very forgiving to that U in the middle. It's very hard. No, it's definitely... It's like when I say, sure... (laughs) my mom really makes fun of me because it's sure. (laughs) But I say sure. (laughs) I'm sorry. Did that just upset you? No. (laughs) The way that I pronounce it? I was thinking, you know what I really can't do? What? So the temperature between hot and cold and the little thing that like inches around on the ground when it's wet outside. What? When it's warm outside (laughs) and there's a worm on the ground. A warm and worm are hard for you mm-hmm. <laughs> the temperature it's warm and the thing on the ground it's a warm i don't i and i, I do things see... are supposed to be different and it's really it's i don't like it like which one it's like oh i hate it that one's really difficult for me and i apparently not really call to see that, that to me too. i've never noticed that you do that oh <laughs> sorry if you heard that not sorry she mic. just dropped her mic yeah I'll be better. It's because it's very oh precariously my god, it sitting. On, like, not all of the legs are on solid ground. <laughs> oh, and I'd have it like weirdly balanced, even it's with just the legs. Because you didn't pop all the legs out, I, I didn't. don't think. Oh my god. My like, fucking newbie? Yeah, apparently. Your time off okay. is not good for you. You need Mm-mm. to stay sharp. <laughs> I thought you said you need to say sharp. I'm like, I can say sharp. That, <laughs> that's what I can do. <laughs> All right, that okay. was fun. No. Um, I really needed to get the those cults out. off my chest. <laughs> um, who wants to go first? Eeny meeny miny mo. No. Just kidding. Did you just mow me? Um, yes. So I, before we talk about the stories, just like a, a quick <laughs> little, yeah. just a quick <laughs> little thing about cults. Um, in my reading, I am not gonna be able to say the word. Um, take a shot every time I struggle to say the word, uh, I just, like in in my reading, what makes something a cult versus Mm -hmm. a, um, religion versus a, not saying that all cults are religions, but like when you're talking about a cult, when you're learning, when you're reading about them, they have, um, charismatic leaders, Mm -hmm. they share an ideology Mm -hmm. that also governs actions and such, (laughs) um... And it was, in my reading, it's, like, very subjective about Mm -hmm. what is and isn't considered a cult. And a lot of people use the term cult to describe things that they just find different or they don't identify with. Um, They were giving a modern example, like, right now, Mormonism and Scientology, if you're Christian and not Mormon or not Mm -hmm. Scientologist you see that it's like a it's a more modern sect of the religion Mm -hmm. and they like often get called cults because Mm -hmm. it's this like new religion that's following this new thing um even though they're both classified as religions um so I just thought it was interesting like as we're going through and like kind of talking about cults also keeping in mind that like the term cult I mean we're both talking about like things that are like very clearly cults yeah um well but it's but, interesting mine's a religious cult and yours is not right
1: which is, so it is also because also I, I always think mine. of
0: most cults as being religious cults. yes exactly um and then even like that definition like either religious or My dog is snoring. It's adorable. (laughs) Um, Religious or sharing some like crazy mystical, I mean crazy isn't Mm -hmm. a nice word, but mystical UFOs. Yours is super rooted in reality. It is. (laughs) Yours is like the most believable one of all time. Because it's it's basically based off of, like, a psychology of these people, but then they're just doing some weird-ass shit on the side. But it's not based on any kind of, like... It's funny that you said UFOs, too, because mine's a UFO one. It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, I just thought that was a kind of interesting fact that yeah. no one source gives you the same answer as another as mm-hmm. to how you define a cult. Um, but, like, in general, they're going to share ideologies. They're going to have a um a charismatic leader who's also like kind of makes the rules mm-hmm. um who is kind of all knowing usually or has like a different a different quote unquote way of thinking mm-hmm. so whether that's you know a higher power or um a a different psychology that they've developed or um aliens or you know whatever <laughs> uh, another big part of it too that i saw is like isolating members Yes. Separating them from anybody who is outside of the cult. Because anybody outside of the cult will then challenge those ideas. Mm -hmm. And you want to just like saturate them in the ideas and the belief system of the cult. Yeah. And um another big thing which is really a big thing with mine, I'm I'm kind of assuming it's the same way with all, but um a discouraging critical thinking Mm -hmm. and you know, you have this way of thinking and whether that uh is convincing them that their like instincts are wrong Mm -hmm. or that the thoughts that they're having, these critical thoughts, these questions about the rules and what is being said, um, either that's like these weird thoughts that they need to get rid of, or mm-hmm. it's some evil power that's putting these thoughts in their head, mm-hmm. or, you know, wh- whatever it is, they're kind of instilling this self-doubt mm-hmm. and don't trust your own instincts, don't trust your own judgment, and don't think critically, don't ask too many questions about the situation, mm-hmm. um, which I think is pretty universal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, that was that was just a little tidbit I wanted to like throw out before we start talking about the the stories themselves. Who's going first? <laughs> I can go first. Can I go first? I would love to hear your story. Okay. So, I'm telling the story of Nexium. It is spelled N X I V M mm-hmm. all caps. It almost it looks like Roman numerals. Mm-hmm. Um don't know the story behind the name never really got i don't that from anything yeah isn't nexium also the name of a shampoo brand oh my god uh i think it's, is that nexus oh it's nexus oops, <laughs> <laughs> oops. um okay so i'm talking about nexium uh and i'm gonna tell the story of nexium keith rainier nancy saltzman um they're also known as the vanguard and prefect mm-hmm. respectively um, and they are the ones who founded this organization <laughs> <laughs> and drew the people in. Um, so just a little bit of a spoiler. Nexium is a sex cult. So mm-hmm. we I do want to just also before we get into everything, there's gonna be some trigger. Oh yeah, warning. big trigger warning and, from mine too, yeah. like major. <laughs> um, do I I don't I'm not I think that it's just gonna be sprinkled throughout. So I would just Yeah, like let's to just give disclose a, it now. Yeah, just a big disclosure. This whole episode is a big trigger warning. Yours is like mentions of sexual abuse, mine yep. is mentions of suicide. Yeah. Big warning, we'll just leave it out there now. Yep. So just proceed with caution. Um so it's a sex cult and it was busted relatively recently mm-hmm. um in nine 19- uh, tw- Jesus Christ, 1918. <laughs> uh, I think it was 2018, mm-hmm. I'll get there, um, anyhow, it is behind, hidden behind the guise of a, uh, multi-level marketing company, or mm-hmm. an MLM, so, uh, think, like, hey girl, do you want to be a boss babe, that is an MLM. <laughs> Um, (laughs) no hate to the MLMs. Also, just trigger warning for the MLMs. I don't want anybody coming after me. I'm not saying MLMs are cults. I am saying that this one was a cult. (laughs) Um, like I said before, I think that this is a really interesting cult just because it's not based in, like, a religious ideology or, like, aliens or spirits or anything, like, supernatural Mm -hmm. or different. Um, it's just a company that literally had a cult following mm-hmm. um, and like brainwashing and sex trafficking. So yeah, <laughs> I, I just thought that was kind of an interesting reason. Uh, so the company was founded in 1998, just a year after Devaney and I were. Um, <laughs> but first a little background on Keith, the founder, uh, AKA Vanguard, uh, a little background on his career before he founded this cult, which I think is interesting. Um, so in the eighties, he worked in an MLM company that was called Amway, so they sold health and beauty things. <laughs> he did not work for Amway. Am, Oh, do you oh, know no. what Amway is? Amway was like the original MLM, right? Oh my, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's, it is an MLM, but I think okay. it was like the kind of like the first like big one that oh, like made Jesus. MLMs a thing. Oh so my he God. So for Amway. Okay. Um, they sold health and beauty things mm-hmm. and apparently it was the original <laughs> Uh, I might be wrong, but like, that's what I think of anyway. Like an OG, like maybe not the original, but like an OG, um, which technically it's a different connotation of original. Um, (laughs) so then in 1990, he founded his own MLM, which was called Consumers Buy Line. And that was shut down in 93 because it was investigated by a bunch of states, like 20 states. Um, and then the year after that was shut down, he created another one Mm -hmm. called National Health Network, which sold vitamins. Mm-hmm. Then in 96, so just a couple of years later, um, his original MLM that he created, Consumer Byline, that um, was determined to be a pyramid scheme. Uh-huh. So, all of those, those states <laughs> that were looking into some shit, um, New York eventually was the one who was like, yep, nope, we're charging you with things. So, he made a pyramid scheme, mm-hmm. um, and he was barred from quote unquote promoting, offering, or granting participation in a chain pyramid scheme. Um, <laughs> Distribution scheme, I'm sorry, a, a chain distribution scheme. Uh huh. Uh, so it's just kind of funny that his career did not end there. Can I ask a question yeah. that may be considered offensive to yeah, those no. in the MLM community? I told, I already told them they're not allowed to come <laughs> after us. What is the difference between an MLM and a pyramid scheme? Okay. I. I don't know. I don't know for, they I don't know for positive. Like they do both look like that. She just made a pyramid with her hands. <laughs> um, my understanding of the difference is so. First of all, like MLMs, pyramids, pyramid schemes are based on like an MLM, but an MLM doesn't have to be a pyramid scheme. My understanding: a pyramid scheme would topple without um, being able to get new people in. And oh, I see. Um, and, a, and therefore, and also you're never able to pass the person above you. Your, your up lead will always make more money than you because uh, they're making money off of you. Okay. I see. And in a MLM it's tiered, but the tiers but, are like definitive yeah so you can like like, move up you can move up and i think you can pass other people you don't have as you like you're not locked in by the person above you and i think a pyramid scheme you're kind of locked in by the person above you um and like if you're not bringing in more money then the people at the top can't make more money okay okay um whereas an mlm it's like separate I don't oh, think I that every dollar I make, like, my fourth up lead isn't going to keep making money off of that. I think mm-hmm. it's – so, therefore, you're able to, like, pass them. You're able to make more money than the people above you. Okay. And that's, like, really the big difference. Um, if you're in an MLM, if you are <laughs> – if you work for – Or a pyramid scheme. <laughs> or a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Please people, reach out. Yeah, we would love some more answers. Um – so yeah, he got in trouble and also had to pay forty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So he did the next logical thing and he started a new one two years later, um, and that was Nex- Nexium. Mm-hmm. Ne- the spelling throws me off. Looking at the word, I'm like, it's Nexivum. <laughs> Nexium. <laughs> um So he co-founded it with N- Nancy Saltzman. So she is the prefect, um, and. It was originally founded as ESP or executive success programs. I thought ESP as in like reading each other's minds and shit. And I was like, this makes sense. It's all tracking. And then I was reading about it. I'm like, no, it doesn't make any sense. Where's the cult? Where's the cult part? (laughs) That is what I thought too. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, So it was. It started as Executive Success Programs, ESP, and then was rebranded um, as Nexium, which is basically like an umbrella company with a bunch of smaller companies mm-hmm. under it. One of which is uh, ESP, and then I'll I'll mention some more later. But like, there's a workout one, and a singing one, and a men's mm-hmm. one, and a, and women's, a women's one. one. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make more sense later. Um, well, but they also have Jeunesse, right? Which is like the women's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, but yeah. I don't know what that. It I don't know what the purpose of that one was. Like, how are these mm. even companies too? Like, it doesn't a make any sense. A woman's one for what? Sorry, okay. Right? I'll just like right? keep going with your story. Okay. <laughs> no, these are valid questions. I don't know the answers to. Um, okay, so what the fuck was Nexium, right? It was like a self-help mm-hmm. program organization. Mm-hmm. Um Their whole thing was, like, making people better versions of themselves, making people more ethical. Ethical was, like, a huge, like, repeating theme in this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Trying to make people more ethical. And they had these different, like, they called them technologies. Um, And it was basically just, like, this psychoanalyzation tool. Mm -hmm. um, And they would use that to, like, help people. So one of the ways they did this was through EMs. Um, And exploration I knew I wrote down what that meant um (laughs) EM so that's exploration of meaning um and that was like a really big thing in the company doing these EMs and Mm -hmm. basically they like identify what they would call a limiting behavior and that was just like any weird any like bad quote-unquote thought that you might have so a fear or just thinking like I don't know that might be kind of hard like oh Mm -hmm. like don't think something's hard that's a limiting behavior. Like don't ever think that there's a challenge in the world. So Mm -hmm. some of them were like, kind of like, like, yeah, that is a limiting behavior, I guess, if you're Mm going to be afraid of something, I don't know. But they would call these all, they would all like umbrella term limiting behavior. Um, And they would use that and like kind of focus on a trauma and go back in your life Mm -hmm. and do this whole, like also kind of interesting for this, the co-founder Nancy Saltzman, was like a hypnotist she was in some ways I thought she was a therapist no so she had a nursing license that Uh expired in 2019 so she was a nurse Uh um i'm not sure where and i think literally where what (laughs) like where was she a nurse it was in new york hired her right i don't know like what place (laughs) um but it was in new york she had a new york nursing license Mm -hmm. and uh and had, like, dabbled in hypnosis and such. Oh, wow. So okay. I, when I read that, I was like, oh, oh, things make more sense. Uh-huh. It would be like a, you know, close your eyes, like, and why would that be? And, like, let's think back to this trauma and, like, put yourself in the trauma and mm-hmm. try to relive this. And then think about, and basically, they were trying to get you to have this, like, aha moment. Mm-hmm. And that aha moment would, um, after that, you, it would be done. It would be gone. Your fear would be gone. Mm-hmm. So, one of the main guys, he was saying that he had um, a fear of driving on... He would have panic attacks if he drove on the highway. Mm-hmm. And then he had an EM, and then, boom, he was he was healed. And so they call that integrations. Mm-hmm. When you, like, have an EM and you get over this, get over it, you know, whatever. Um, that's an integration. So keep that in your back pocket for later things. Um, so these things cost, uh, like, thousands of dollars yeah. going to these like weekend away day sessions and yeah, 5 day sessions or long, even like two week sessions mm-hmm. whatever like so much money um and when you start in the company you are a student Everybody's considered a student mm-hmm. and keith one of the co-founders keith is like the main founder guy he mm-hmm. was apparently like super smart triple majored he created has his own, mathematics. own the highest IQ in the world or whatever okay so they said that <laughs> that's not true I don't think it's true it's not like, true they said it like it was true and I looked it up and it was not true and I'm like what do you mean the smartest man in the world you're not yeah no but that's like a huge cult. selling point of why everyone's like oh he knows so much like yeah. he's one of the smartest people in the world like he's got the highest IQ ever it's like mm-hmm. no they're just lying yeah <laughs> they're just it's being funny dishonest. I don't know about you but like I know some people who really let who really like have convinced people that they're really smart and that they know what they're talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think we all do. And I okay, think that I, th- I thought that was like a, a ubiquitous <laughs> yeah, thing that we all yeah. I think it's like borderline <laughs> like sociopathic kind of thing. Is that narcissism? Oh, narcissistic that yeah. That's yeah. narcissism, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. I think it's a thin line between that and sociopath, but yeah, um I very yes. thin line. So, there's Keith. And Keith is the tits. Um, they call him Vanguard. <laughs> and Nancy is the prefect. And you don't use their real names when you address no. them. You call no. them Vanguard and Prefect. Um, I think how that you address them. is also another cult thing. Yeah. Because my cult has a similar thing. I think mm-hmm. that that's like a... Because it, like, elevates them. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a special title because they're the boss of you. Yes, it puts them in their own elite yeah. um, inner circle. Mm-hmm. That was the thing I was reading about when I was reading about, like, what might define a cult. Mm-hmm. This elite inner circle that puts them above you, mm-hmm. puts them in a position of power, and you as, like, a submissive f- rule-following situation. They have a name. <laughs> and you're not allowed to call them their name because you have to call them their fake name. Um, so here's where things get a little bit more weird. Everyone, I mean, it's already (laughs) weird, right? Um, so everyone has satin sashes that they wear around their neck, their shoulders. So Mm -hmm. like imagine like a graduation sash, um, that you might wear like, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. like, like a, like a college graduation. I don't know if high schoolers do that, but, um, it's like satin sash. It's a little shorter than like a college one. What's that called? That sash that you wear. Oh, um, I haven't graduated yet. So I want to know. A stole? A stole, yes. So it's like a, it's like a graduation stole. Um, kind of. Like, just imagine that. And but they're, they're, like, short and weird. They're short and weird. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, super short. It's like if you took a kitchen towel and <laughs> it's around It's so accurate in the length of it. Um, imagine a kitchen <laughs> towel that was satin, and you wore it as if it was the honor of a stole. <laughs> um, so as you move up in rank, your sash changes. It gets Mm -hmm. stripes on it. So imagine, like, a karate belt. I think that's a thing that they do in karate. <laughs> I'm not positive. Yes. Um, right? That's a, yeah, that's a karate that's thing. thing. So you get, like, stripes on it, and the color changes mm-hmm. um, as you go up in ranks. And, like, once you get a certain number of stripes, you're, like, at the next color. Yeah, you have to get, like, four stripes. So like, you start <laughs> just as white. like karate. Yeah, it's just, like, karate. So you get, like, four stripes, and then um, you move up to, like, yellow, and then you have to get, like, four <laughs> more stripes on yellow, and then you can move up to, like, an orange. It's literally just like karate. <laughs> they stole that idea yeah they did i know karate is older than this yeah. <laughs> um so yeah so you have these stoles or these satin sashes i think they just call them sashes mm-hmm. um they change color but so everybody wears their sashes all the time um and you you get a white one when you first get in like i said the colors change and such so how exactly is this like an mlm right mm-hmm. so That goes to how you change ranks and how you get like new sashes and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it's called the Stripe program and it's based off of um, how many classes you take, how many integrations you have. So remember before I was saying integration is like when you do an EM and then you have overcome this limiting behavior and now you have this integration. So how many integrations you have and how many new recruits you get. And that's Mm -hmm. where things are really culty. Um, recruiting new members and like getting new more people into it is like a very cult-like thing. Mm-hmm. Um In a not shocking turn of events, my sorority was very much <laughs> into recruiting. <laughs> uh I was in a cult. Mm-hmm. I was definitely in a cult. Yeah, they tell you what you can and can't say and like post publicly yep. and who rituals to, we with, had to wear and things. Not, yeah. I'm so obsessed with the chickens outside. Her landlord has chickens and they just yes. roam in the backyard and they're really cute. There's a black and white one that I'm obsessed with. I really like the black and white one. It's right. really cute. It's because we're the same. The blonde ones are fucking bitches. Yeah, they don't look don't, bitchy. They're really bitchy. Yeah, they don't look nice. Um, one of them, I don't know which one it is, but one of them <laughs> screams all the time, especially in the morning. Um, It's just, you walk out there and it's like... Okay, I'm sorry. We're, no, we're focusing fine. again. Yeah. <laughs> We're back in, um, so strike program, you move up based on your things and how you do, blah 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 mm-hmm. um to earn a so for example, like to earn a commission, you have to be enrolling at least one person per month for at least the five day training program, which is a lot of money, like a mm-hmm. couple grand mm-hmm. um so like that's a lot, and also five day retreat is like a really loose term because by retreat, we mean like. Five days in a Motel Six conference room, Mm -hmm. um, which is like huge. Yikes! So (laughs) that's gross. Um, So okay, to understand like the whole story of them, I'm going to add in a few people, like key players. Mm -hmm. First, you have Mark. Mark -hmm. is a film director. Um, He gets pulled in. He really likes the program, and he builds like this super strong relationship slash mentor mentee slash like bromance with Keith, Mm -hmm. aka Vanguard. Um, he's super into it. He moves up really quick, quickly. He's like mm-hmm. brings some new people in and the people he brings in are also like key players. So he recruits Sarah, who is an aspiring actress. Um, and Sarah, and that's like kind of how they meet. Like, I think mm-hmm. he was, it was like a premiere of his movie or he was at mm-hmm. a premiere of a movie, something like that. Um, so he meets Sarah, brings Sarah in. He also, um, brings in Bonnie and, uh, then actually married Bonnie and just mm-hmm. like for anybody listening at home who likes Star Wars, Bonnie plays Luke's aunt in the prequels. So that's Bonnie, also an actress, also how they knew each other. Um, I don't know anything about Star Wars, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's okay. I didn't think you would. Yeah. But maybe somebody at home, if you listen to Star Wars. <laughs> listen to Star Wars. <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you watch Star Wars and listen <laughs> to this, uh, just like let me know. <laughs> like a picture. Say yeah. we're funny. Um, so it was Bonnie who actually like first started having doubts. Mm -hmm. Um, so on top of like being the great Luke Skywalker's aunt, Mm -hmm. she was also a singer (laughs) and she was in the singing group that Nexium had. So remember how we had said they had like a bunch of groups underneath them, um, companies underneath them, whatever. So Mm -hmm. one of them was a singing group, um, and she had a friend in the group who noted, who she noticed was getting like skinnier and skinnier. So the friend is Allie Mack. Mm -hmm. who also comes up later in some shit. Um, So she notices that Allie's getting, like, skinnier and skinnier, and Bonnie's getting, like, really worried about her, and, like, Allie's seeming, like, tired and sad and, like, thin. Things just seem off with Allie. Mm -hmm. Um, Bonnie tucks that away in her back pocket. Mm -hmm. She keeps an eye on Allie. Um, She's been in the company at this point. She's been in the company for a few years. Mm -hmm. She hasn't really been able to move up very much, or, like, she has, like, moved up a little bit, but, like, isn't making any money, um she wanted to like lead ems like be like a like a head em person Mm -hmm. um which was you know for example supposed to start at like level three and then when she got to level three they were like oh sorry like we restructured it's level five Mm -hmm. so there was like a lot of like sketchy shit happening and she was like all right like this doesn't seem like super cool um and she was also explaining like nobody was really getting any sleep and like they would have to like wake up at 5 a.m and like do like these meetings and ems and like go to this like weird volleyball match that they had every fucking night like literally all the time why why did they have that volleyball match it was so weird um it was just this like they would literally go and play volleyball and then like talk to keith in between matches just to like be able to talk to keith and look at keith like and the thing that i saw it said they played volleyball from like 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. Do you remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, like, all night. It was, like, all night volleyball. Why? Uh, It's a cult. Like It's terrifying. They say that cults, too, they, like, deprive you of sleep and stuff because it makes you more, like, um, what's, like, receptive. Impressionable. Yeah. So they deprive you of sleep. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, volleyball. And, you know, other shit. So she would wake up at 5 and basically wouldn't go to bed until, like, 2 a.m. So she's running off of, like, no sleep. Um, but on top of that, if they felt tired and they talked about like kind of being overwhelmed or tired, that was a limiting thought. That yeah. was a limiting behavior. Like you needed to get an EM so yeah. that you could get rid of that because that's just like a weakness that you're holding on to. You're letting yourself like, like you, you want to be a failure. Like yeah. you're okay with like just accepting you, the failure in yeah. your life. If you like, you want comfort and mm-hmm. you're not ever going to grow with comfort. And yeah. it was a lot of that, going back to like that thing about cults, um, it's a. They're they're like training you to like self doubt and not believe your yeah. like intuition and not believe like mm-hmm. not listen to your body because your body is like wrong your, body your is body's wrong like and it's telling you, you yeah your body's yeah. holding yeah exactly so that was going on. Um, she had a conversation with Keith, which uh, was recorded. So actually, there's a lot of fun information in a documentary about this also, and mm-hmm. a lot of this is documented. Everything's documented. Mm-hmm. Um. So, which is it was like this like weird cross between like Mark the director wanting to make a movie out of it and also like the vanguard's words are magic and wonderful. Mm-hmm, so we had mm-hmm. to record everything. So like everything anybody said was always recorded. So there's like lots of like proof of all of these conversations, which is a really bad move on Keith's part. Like Keith, like what were you doing, you have bro? Like evidence <laughs> for court. So weird. Um, also, I can't imagine, like, recording all, like, phone calls and stuff. Yeah, like, every phone call. Every phone call is recorded. It's crazy. So, she's telling him that, basically, like, she's, like, super tired, and she feels like she's being, like, crushed by all of these responsibilities Mm -hmm. and all these things that she has to do, and he's like, wow, like, sounds like you're choosing to be weak. Um, Mm -hmm. sucks to suck and be (laughs) you who sucks. So, you know, she's not getting, like, support like a normal person would give. So, she's like, this seems weird. Like, Mm -hmm. this seems really weird. Um, and she talks to her husband, because remember, Bonnie is married to Mark, Mm -hmm. the director and best friend of Keith. Um, and she talks to Mark, and Mark's like, nah, like, because he, you know, Mm -hmm. best friend of Keith, um, isn't really believing anything, and it's like, you know, like, you're fine, everything's fine, like, you're overreacting, like, that's crazy. Um, so then she starts talking to some more people, and that's where, like, things really start going downhill for Mm -hmm. that. So she confronts the friend Allie, um, Allie who was getting thinner and thinner. Who is Allison Mack of Smallville? Yeah. Oh yes. Well, I think we forgot to mention that part. That uh, she's, definitely, did. she's like a very at this time. She uh, I guess maybe not at this time. I don't know what year it was, but she was like super famous on Smallville. I don't know, like she's not really relevant mm-hmm. now. I had never heard of her. I never. I also didn't watch Smallville, but that was a thing that they pointed out yeah. several times. And also, they they get a lot of people in that end up being are like like f- celebrity yeah not like super like list like i would say like c or d but like, <laughs> so i'm like really throwing low shade down. as if like i'm fucking famous <laughs> yeah. like as if i know one day keep listening to the pod peeps no but yeah like lots of hollywood people started to get into it yes um so this is Ali allison mac of smallville um <laughs> i don't even know what that is um is that the one that's about superman, superman. okay yeah. i do know what it is never mind um, so she's talking to people, and she, and she, like, confronts Allie and is like, hey, dude, like, you're mm-hmm. really, really thin, I'm really worried about you, and Allie's like, oh, yeah, no, it's awesome, like, Keith's restricting my calories, <laughs> and Keith says that as long as I have a period, I'm fine, mm-hmm. and everything's fine, and says that she's taken this vow of devotion to Keith, and lifts up her shirt and shows that she has a chain on her belly, uh-huh. and the chain, um, it's like a symbol of that vow. hmm Um, so obviously, Bonnie's like, "What the actual fuck?" I know. I'm sorry that I laughed when you said that. because It's I feel because like that's it's like, like mean. So it's just like really outrageous for like anybody to think that it's not a cult. Yeah, it's and it's crazy. the brainwashing is like so severe. <laughs> it's so severe and like, oh, like I'm gonna talk about some more things later. But like one of the women that's like really deep in some shit and like and like you're and like I said, everything's. Everything is recorded. everything is documented. You can see these people, and they're like they're normal people, yeah, they are super normal people who have like normal trains of thoughts and like yeah. are like like they're not like like are you successful would, successful people yeah, like, like ambitious mm-hmm. um, I feel like I imagine a cult and it's like. Uh, like some redneck Oklahoma, like we're gonna <laughs> nothing against Oklahoma, but that's just where the rednecks. But like in my super brain came religious one, but like super religious, yeah. super like bigoted, super and like they're just like like crazy people. You're like mm-hmm. yeah, like that's of course you're in a cult. You're mm-hmm. bonkers. Like you're already on the fringe of society. It yeah. makes sense that you would join this yeah. fringe group. Yes, exactly, and they are not. And they're talking about how they're they're like, yeah, no, they're like, it sounds crazy. I'm saying what they said to me and it sounds crazy, but it's one step at a time. Yeah. And you don't jump into the crazy deep end. You jump, you go in to the shallow end and Mm -hmm. as you're going deeper, they're explaining things and things seem normal and things like, you're like, okay, that's weird, but there is an explanation that makes sense. And I guess if, you know, if this was okay, then that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you really, you get in deep, which was so scary starting watching this, I was like, I have, like, four friends. I can't imagine, like... I, ha- I already have four friends. Like, why would I need to join a group to try to, like, have this, like, sense of community? Like, I already... Yeah. I like my four friends. I don't need a sense of community. But then you're watching this, and you're like, oh, that's very clearly how that happens. That makes mm-hmm. sense. I could totally be that. I could totally... Like, I would like to better my life. Yeah, well, the way it starts off, it's like, yeah, I would like to have more confidence. Like, mm-hmm. I would like to learn how to be, like, a strong, like, successful business person. I yeah. would like to learn how to, like let go of the things that hold me back like the Mm -hmm. things I'm like I doubt myself or I am hypercritical of like everything I do and I want it to be good so if it's not going to be good I'd rather not do it at all and Mm -hmm. they're like no like these are limiting beliefs like you can let go of those and like you can like once you let go of those you can like reach greater heights and it's like oh yeah no like I would like to do that yeah and like you can do that in a place called therapy not in this multi-level marketing scheme dude Yeah. No. So much of this really is just like therapy. If the therapist just like told you, yeah, told you what it was from in the very first session, that is like their entire thing. They like see you, they talk to you, and then like ten minutes in, they basically like they're like, okay, so I see that it's like this, and then people are like, oh, no, you're totally right. That is what it is. Yeah. Like oh, it's because of this in your childhood or whatever, and now this like holds you back in the press. Yeah. Which is kind of like if like it's. It makes sense because if you, excuse me, um, I'm drinking a carbonated drink. and I yeah. had to really <laughs> swallow that burp down. Um, <laughs> um, but like, like it, have you ever had somebody like kind of explain something how, about how you feel? You're like, oh, like, I, and you're trying to verbalize it. And they're like, oh, it's like this and this. And it probably comes from this. And mm-hmm. even if they're like only 50% right, you feel so seen and you feel mm-hmm. so heard and you feel so understood. And you're like, yeah, yeah, no, totally. Do you know who this is like reminding me of? Who? How you were saying like, do we know anybody like this? It reminds me of the theater director from our high school. Oh. He would totally do that to kids. Wow. Like, like mm-hmm. you're being, um, like you're resisting authority. Like mm-hmm. why do you resi- Or like, why are you not even like resisting authority, but like you're acting out in this way like, why are you acting out? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it's because you're not receiving attention in this part of your life. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, do you see now that like your behavior is because of this oh. and like, blah, 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 We can resolve this way. It's like, Oh, like somebody, somebody understands me. Like somebody knows how I feel. Somebody sees like what I'm lacking in my life. And yeah. now, because you see what I'm lacking and like, you see me and I feel heard, like my trust is in you. My faith is in you. And like, I'll do what you say because it seems like you know a lot, like yeah. you seem to be able to realize more about me than I can realize about me, yeah, so like let's I want to keep going in that direction because you know so much mm-hmm. it's yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, so that was a long version of how you get sucked into this thing, yeah <laughs> that seems crazy, but like people are people are seeing you people are you feel seen and heard and understood, and mm-hmm. People are, even if it's just this, like, big outrageous claim about you, you're like, yeah, no, no, that's, like, mostly right. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, my dog just yawned and it was really cute. So, where was I? So she just talked, and she just talked to Allie, and she, and Allie says that Keith is restricting her calories, and, you know, this vow of devotion, blah, blah, blah. So obviously this freak's, the fuck out of Bonnie, mm-hmm. and then she talks to a woman who had recently gotten gotten out of Nexium, and this woman mentions um, that this company might be like a high control group, which is like mm-hmm. basically it's like a step underneath a cult. It's like basically a cult without like some things quite as extreme, but it's like just another term, basically. Mm-hmm. So she mentions that, like it's a high control group, and Bonnie's like, "Oh my god!" and like looks it up and is like, "Holy fuck!" Like this mm-hmm. might be a fucking cult. Um, and then the final shoe drops, and so at this point, she's like out of Nexium, it's putting quite a strain on her relationship with Mark because mm-hmm. remember, I'll just keep reminding because there's a lot of like moving parts. Mark is best friends with um Vanguard uh Keith, and so obviously putting some issue on their marriage, and now she talks to um this woman who is from a secret women's group within Nexium mm-hmm. and So just like they have other secret, other groups, this one is like another group for women, but secret. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's called DOS, Dominant Over Submissive. Mm -hmm. And the women um, have this like weird relationship with Keith and Keith oversees the group. and, Mm -hmm. um, And this woman's basically just telling her about this like, this group and like you can mm-hmm. become a member too um all you have to do is give collateral mm-hmm. and collateral is basically giving them blackmail so that you have to give them something that proves your commitment your devotion your promise to this so group you can't leave. so you can't leave um basically it's they're like well obviously you're never going to leave mm-hmm. so just give us something and then you know then we know that mm-hmm. you're never going to leave so um so they, you know, it's collateral. And Bonnie is like, no way. What the fuck? And tells Mark. <laughs> Bonnie is, like, the only one with her foot still, like, in reality. There is, I feel like there's always that one person in a cult who is, <laughs> Who's like, like, this m- seems weird. I'm yeah, like, huh, like, there seems to be a lot happening and, like, nobody's really worried. But, like, mm-hmm. I am so, I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, so, she tells Mark, and Mark, like, confronts Keith about it, and Keith is like, I don't know anything about that, um, and Mark knows that Keith is lying, because he ha- he, like, okayed that this, gr- okayed there f- to be a group, um, so the fact that he wouldn't know what's happening with the group and stuff, Ravi, baby, I know, she loves talking about cults. <laughs> um, so... Uh <sighs> so Mark knows he's lying and realizes yeah. that he has to, like, get out of the cult. Mm-hmm. And um, he reaches out to Sarah, which, like, let's remember 20 minutes ago when I told us about <laughs> Sarah was the other woman that he recruited. Um, and they're, like, best friends. So he reaches out to Sarah to be like, hey, first of all, this thing is happening, and mm-hmm. also I'm leaving. And he's explaining this whole situation to Sarah and, um, that, like, these, like, that Keith has, like, these women in the group, and that he thinks, like, Keith is fucking these women, that there's, like, some sex mm-hmm. situation happening. Um, maybe they're in the group for Keith to fuck. They're, he's, like, unsure about the, like, what exactly. <laughs> the logistics of the <laughs> sex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, he's like, yeah, yeah, like, these things are, like, really weird and really bad. Um, they have to, like, give collateral, all this stuff. And Sarah's like, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, cool, cool, cool. And Mark's like, um, have they, like, reached out to you? And she's like, uh, yeah. And he's like, uh, did you give No, collateral? she says, She says, if they had reached out to me, I oh, couldn't tell you. Oh, my God, you're right. <laughs> and he's what like, said. so they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, obviously, yes. Um so he's like, okay, like, did you give collateral? And she was like, okay, like, you have to stop recording this conversation because every conversation is recorded. Yeah. Um, so he stops recording and yes, she gave collateral. <laughs> she sends Mark, um, she on top of the collateral this is not the collateral, but she sends Mark a picture of a brand mm-hmm. that was put on her. Um, and it comes out that all of the women have to be branded as a symbol of their like Lifelong sisterhood commitment mm-hmm. to devotion yeah commitment devotion a vow if you will <laughs> um the show the the they the, <laughs> they're the uh, hBO documentary called the vow um so Sarah the re, the way that Sarah got in this like Sarah's story so she was approached by her best friend Lauren, who is the daughter of Nancy Nancy mm-hmm. the prefect um and co-founder so Lauren uh kind of comes up to uh comes up to Sarah and is like so there's this like new group it's like a women's group it's like kind of like a sorority mm mm-hmm. can confirm um <laughs> kidding so she's like it's like kind of like a sorority um it's like really cool and basically it's like equal to the men's version of the group except it's like super secret and it's mm-hmm. just for us empowering yay womanhood mm-hmm. um Obviously, it's not. So, Sarah gives collateral in the form of a staged video of her shit-talking, like, her husband and her family. Yeah. So, basically, they, like, made it look like they had hidden this camera and, um, hidden a camera, and then she was, like, talking shit about them. So, it was, like, Mm -hmm. things that she was making up. So, the things weren't true, but she said really bad things, like, Mm -hmm. like, her husband's beating the children and stuff. So. Mm Um, not true things, but things that you don't want to get out. Nonetheless, (laughs) like, could you imagine doing that? I cannot imagine. I know I cannot. I like even just pretending. No, like I could not imagine saying lying and saying Mm -hmm. that my partner is beating our child Mm -mm. anyways. Yeah. That's like such a deep level of being in it. You're really in it when you're doing stuff like that. It's terrible. Um, it's absolutely terrible. and um sarah so also in that mm-hmm. sense sarah kind of points out that um collateral was a vernacular in the in um nexium so not in this exact way but collateral like they use the term collateral a lot you mm-hmm. have to have collateral so your word doesn't mean anything if there's no collateral but if like you're not mm-hmm. um if if your uh identity or whatever if you know, they, they, they use the term collateral a lot. So that mm-hmm. was basically the point there. Um, so it wasn't that weird. So when they're using these like same terms and same, whatever, it feels like, okay, yeah, I you know it is. It's like totally just part of the program. It's part of the thing. And like, yeah, that's kind of weird that I have to, you know, give this video, but whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they just ease into it. It's so crazy. Um, so stage video, blah, blah, blah. Um, Then she gets introduced to, like, the setup of DOS, and basically there's, like, pods. Lauren was the leader of a pod that makes her a master. The six women underneath her are called her slaves. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, like, a master-slave thing. Literally, that's what they call it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then one of her slaves would be Sarah. Sarah would get um, six, like, slaves underneath Mm -hmm. her, and that would make Lauren a grandmaster of those slaves. Like a grandma, Mm -hmm. like a grand big. If you will, <clears throat> um. <laughs> is my story gonna like sue me? Maybe I don't think if we say the name of it, then you're that's fine. true. That's true. Um, so, so yeah. So Sarah needs to like start recruiting people, blah, blah blah. But now that she's like this much in, she needs to give more collateral so that she can learn more about this whole situation um so she can be like in it deeper so now she has to start giving like monthly collateral and mm-hmm. so that she does that like the titty pick or whatever mm-hmm. so you start giving pictures or there's one woman who gave like all of her social media passwords um that's scary yeah craziness yeah and when you are somebody's slave um you have to do you have to be accountable to mm-hmm. the master at all times so they were saying that there's like check in so, like, the master will, like, text, and then you have to, within 60 seconds, reply mm-hmm. um, and say, like, yes, I'm here. Even, if, like, they don't need anything. You just need mm-hmm. to be accountable to them at all times. Or you have to run errands for them mm-hmm. or do shit for them. It's crazy. Um, so Sarah goes to her initiation. Um, so she's told that there's going to mm-hmm. be, like, a ritual. She's going to get matching tattoos with all her sisters. How fun. Um, and Lauren subtly, 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 Jesus, drops that, um, Doss has helped her get to her goal weight and Mm -hmm. she's lost 20 pounds in six weeks. And she's now like a hundred pounds, like 103 pounds or something. Mm -hmm. Um, so tiny. Um, and, uh, Sarah's like, okay, like that seems not healthy, but Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. So initiation takes place like naked and blindfolded. Um, and then they find out that this like sisterhood tattoo is actually a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, as in like burning on their skin, a brand. Mm-hmm. And everybody's crying and it's like be held down and it's like a fucking horror show. Um and like I said, they're giving monthly collateral now. And when Sarah questions it, Lauren tries to, like, EM her. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, like, calling it, like, control issues or just fears or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, negative thoughts. So, just, like, super discrediting Sarah's emotions, making her, like, doubt herself. Very culty. Um, and then Sarah looks in the mirror and realizes that the brand is Keith's initials. Mm-hmm. Keith and Sarah Mack, or Sarah, oh, Jesus, cool. Allie Mac, Allison Mack, Ally Max initials. And the initiation took place at Allison Mack's house Mm -hmm. um, because she did look out of her blindfold, my girl, Sarah. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you like turn it to the side, it's definitely like a K. uh, Like if you look at it one way, it's a KR. And then if you flip it, it's like an AM. Exactly. But they told them it was like the sky. Yeah, it was supposed to be seven (laughs) lines. And it's like this verse of all of these things. It was this whole like symbolism thing and ended up literally being branded with Keith's initials which is terrifying. Um, so Sarah's, like, questioning where the fuck her collateral's going to, um, and she's, like, because, you know, she has slaves who she's getting collateral from, and she's giving her collateral, those girls' collateral to um, her master. So, like, where's her master's collateral? Like, where, she's like, what? who the fuck has these pictures in this video of me? Like, mm-hmm. I want it back. I want this to be done. She, um... Ends up telling her husband and she leaves Nexium mm-hmm. and they become like very outspoken anti-Nexium along with Bonnie and Mark. Um and they kind of all four go on this mission of like trying to free these women, trying to bring out the truth, all this stuff. Um and through that they realize that like um that Keith has been working with Allie Mac, mm-hmm. um, and they've been Ali's been like recruiting women into Nexium and then getting them into Dos or mm-hmm. sometimes just straight into Dos just recruiting like in her slaves recruiting women into into Dos um but for the purpose of having sex with Keith mm-hmm. and for Keith um and um that's fucked up and Keith <laughs> Keith founded the whole Dos mm-hmm. thing it was all his Doing. Um, he definitely knew about it and definitely mm-hmm. okayed it and definitely helped, um, organize all of that. And, um, you know, they're just trying to get women out of there and try mm-hmm. to get him behind bars and such. Um, and it's absolutely fucked up. Yeah. And, uh, long story short, he, uh, <laughs> gets, he gets convicted. Um, so he was convicted in... 2019, um, two counts of sex trafficking, mm-hmm. um, racketeering, forced labor, mm-hmm. uh, attempted sex trafficking, wire fraud, conspiracy, and racketeering cons- conspiracy. Mm-hmm. And he was, uh, he was charged or, um, I don't know, charged. I don't know you're He mm-hmm. was sentenced to 120 years in prison oh, wow. and $1.75 million fine. Um, So he, his earliest possible release is June 27th, 2120. And (laughs) (laughs) as in a hundred years from the worst year ever. Um, And other people that were, like, high up, so, um, Mm -hmm. Nancy gets convicted, Nancy's daughter gets convicted. Oh, wow. Um, the women, they, like, for, like, like, Allison Mack, too. Like, yeah, uh, Allison Mack, I think she might get, like, one of the heaviest, uh, but Allison Mack gets convicted. The, um, sister's I thought this was interesting. Um, the heiresses of the Seagrams. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the sea, As in Seagrams alcohol. As in I yeah. was going to, like, get a bottle of Seagrams to, like, drink it for for this to be, like, a themed thing. Yeah. Um, but Seagrams is disgusting, so I didn't. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they also got charged with uh-huh. some shit because they were, like, bankrolling this whole operation. Yeah. And they were doing... So everybody's doing some shady shit. Um, all to recruit these women into being... Um, blackmailed into having sex with Keith. Wow. Yeah. And his, look at his picture. How unbelievable. Oh, eh, eh. You see him? Okay, so it's funny because he has, like, there's long-haired Keith in, like, Like when his hair's volleyball. super long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, long hair, volleyball, like, spandex, and he looks so fucking creepy. Yes. And then you see him with the glasses on and, like, the shorter hair, mm-hmm. and, like, I don't think he looks as creepy there. I see that, and I'm like, oh, like, he looks like like a college professor talking about some shit. Yeah, but he still gives me weird vibes. Oh, for sure weird like vibes. Like, the college professor that would try to fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, but looks, I mean, just just More looks. normal. Yeah, looks yeah. normal, doesn't look as creepy. And then that picture, he looks... A fucking pedophile. Yeah, no, um, he looks startling. Yes, so <laughs> <He> <laughs> startling. Me. Um, and that's Nexium. So there's, you know, it's very recent. Um, I mean, just convicted in 2019. I was gonna say last year. That's now. No, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Last year was a really long year. um and just some craziness so if you want to learn some more about that there's some cool documentaries you can watch um the vow being one of them there's Mm -hmm. one like inside nexium i think that's also an hbo yeah there's i my first introduction to this was through actually a podcast i remember i found it when i was waiting for the bus at davis one day wow and it was like in that time frame where it had, like, all just broken. Oh, wow. And I think the podcast might have revolved around – I might be wrong, but I think it actually revolved around Sarah. And she ran into somebody from, like, her high school mm-hmm. coming out of, like, a grocery store or something. And he was like, hey, what have you been up to? And she's like, <laughs> I just escaped a cold. <laughs> Porter, and I have a story for you. <laughs> and he was like "I – I don't know if he was a podcaster or, like, a something, mm-hmm. but then he was like, let's make a podcast about this. And I, I started listening to it, and I That's was fun. like – Real, it's crazy, it's unbelievable. Ooh. Anyways, lovely story, good thank job. You. Thank you so I mean, much. not a lovely story, a <laughs> <No laughs> horrible story, but lovely <laughs> storytelling. Yes, <laughs> okay, so uh, thank you guys for listening. That's the end of part one of cults. Uh, tune in next week for part two to hear Devonie's story. And... Um, yeah, thank you guys for listening. This is Jamie, by the way. I'm adding this in, um, after we've recorded as I'm editing, because I split this into two. So, that's fun. And, uh, if Desmondie was here, we would both say, stay curious. Okay, bye. Oh, also, um, you can email us and follow us on Instagram and Twitter and such. It's all two, the number two girls, one, number one topic. Um... And the email is 2girls1topicpod at gmail.com. Okay, love you guys. Bye.